Also, my bad, Thomas. I just that's just I just link those on Twitter just because I see them immediately. I don't go to websites, okay. so yeah, just copy the link to the website. Okay, because when I click on it, weird shit happens, and I get frustrated. How long has this been a thing? Um, maybe yeah. like a half a year. You couldn't tell me earlier, and I feel oh, bad. <laughs> it's just like I'm at. I'm like I usually see that stuff when I'm at home. When I'm at, I'm on like when I have Twitter on my phone. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to forget it. Put in the notes. Put it in the, the pocket. Oh, you don't use pocket. That's right. Um, I guess, th- does the iPhone have something like pocket? I don't know. So, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go to, like, gaming outlets. I just go to their Twitter feed. You don't read the actual thing? that Like, you don't see what it's linking to? Most of... Um, n- no... Not most of the time. He doesn't verify. His I face. usually I usually wait till I get home till I look at my desktop to read something. If it's like an article thing, if it's a if it's like a a video, I just which whatever. Hmm. But if it's like like a like an actual reading thing, like no, because I usually don't have time. Hmm. Oh. So I just wanted to say I like actually you know clicked on that Twitter link to pull up the real thing, and it went to a YouTube like a you know the trailer or whatever. Uh, so it's supposed to YouTube animation. link. Yeah. No, I, I, that's not what we're talking about. Um, and immediately, like, I just, I played it and paused it, and it's already on Shantae's boobs. Well, yeah, that's, like, yeah. it's at zero, zero, and those boobs. Yes. Yeah. Shantae's been cheesecake since, like, the first game. I guess so. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, an old school Shantae fan. I only started playing with the third game, but, like, it's all, like, look, going back, like, it's, like, like, the way she dances and everything, it's always been there. It's, it's always been there. I just like how that was first thing. Yeah. Like before yeah. you see anything else, it's bam. Mm-hmm. Mm. Super excited for it. Uh, I'm recording, by the way. I've been recording because I'm a good bitch. Same. What was that? That sounded I'm awful. Trying not to die. I don't think you succeeded. I want to block every single... I'm going to block every single person who's demanding release the Snyder Cut. I am yeah, blocking... Why is should that... release the Snyder Cut. I'm, I'm, I'm going to block you on Twitter, Thomas. Why is that a thing again? Because people have no... I don't know why. Maybe Zach's probably said something stupid. I think Justice League came out on uh, Crave recently. Well, you know, like, on demand recently. Oh, my God. Like, it's not going to make it any month. better. Just as a mediocre mess. I love the mediocre mess, but it's a mediocre mess, and just learn to love what it is. Release the Snyder Cut. Uh, oh, by the way, my uh, friend got in a uh, Twitter spat with Rob Liefeld. <laughs> like True. he called him out on something, and Rob responded, and then like was he it just about kept... feet? No, it's about basically because like it started with the Snyder Who's Cut. Rob? It started with the Snyder's Cut thing. Uh, Rob was tweeting about it, and like my friend. My uh, my friend was just like calling him out oh. on it, and he goes like, and like basically calling him, "Oh, look, I'm trying to be irrelevant. I'm relevant. I'm relevant, you know." And like, "Oh, you bitter? Like, no, I'm not bitter. You're the one trying to." It's it's just like, wow, you just be careful, man, because you know, not because of Rob, but because of what his some his asshole fans might do. I don't know. Rob Liefeld was a famous comic artist. He like. Uh, Drew, he was like Deadpool and stuff for a while. He co-created kinda... Deadpool and and Cable. He was really big in the nineties, in the early nineties. He was actually okay. in a Levi jeans commercial. No, not Levi jeans. 
Calvin Klein. He was actually in the Calvin Klein commercial. He had that much. He was a Calvin Klein model. Yeah, he dude in the, in the early nineties, like those dudes were like when they formed Image Comics, they made bank. Like they bought jets with that money. You that ain't gonna happen again. But like, yeah, he was fucking rich. Now, not so much. He probably messed up his finances. Yeah, but he notoriously can't draw feet. There was a joke in Deadpool two about it. Yeah, well, he he's always had like bad anatomy and. You know, his ideas are better than his his uh, his execution. That's what always, Rob's always been. Yeah. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Char Shot Games Cast. Each and week, friends gather around talking about the games they've been playing, things going on in last day. I've with me, Justin. So. And Ben. I'm going to kill Superman. That's rude. I know, but I'm auditioning to be Lex Luthor, so I gotta start somewhere. Well, well you might start with saying be... his name right. You have to be white and you have to be bald. Bullshit. Lex Luthor can have a tan. He's rich. Been black, hasn't he? No, Lex Luthor has made. You're thinking of Luthor. Yeah, you're thinking of Luthor, the actual the show Luthor. <laughs> no. The mainstream, I, mainstream, like anything, like like. I TV. might just be picturing like uh, comic panels of Kingpin because he's been black. No, he's not. No, he's not. Probably colored yeah. shadow, but he's never been black. He has been. No. No, you haven't. Um, but also, you have to be bald. And are you bald? I can shave my head. Or wear, a, or wear one of those cap things. Listen, I have the camp energy to be Lex Luthor. If John Cryer can be Lex Luthor, I can be Lex Luthor, okay? That's a valid point. I see where you're going there. And I actually didn't think he was that bad, so... Um, oh, he's he's been in now? Yeah, he's actually in the last half of the of Supergirl. He's not bad. He's definitely doing Gene Hackman, but he's not terrible. Hmm. So he's a hack man? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I could be I could be Lex Luthor. You are Lex Luthor. Right. That's what I said. You weren't listening. No, I was just I was just affirming it. <laughs> uh I don't I I see I seemed like I was leading into something, but I wasn't. Mm. Sorry, Thomas. Do you do you wanna start? Sure. I guess that's a logical thing to lead into. Uh, what have I played? This has been a weird week because it was a three-day work week, and it feels like it should be later than it is. Um, Same. Because, like, I, you know, this is my second day off, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go back to work tomorrow. Like, wait, no, it's Friday. I'm stupid. Because, like, you know, with the with the holiday, uh, we're dating ourselves. But with the holiday yesterday, um, I was thinking, like, oh man, like we're gonna go see Spider Man. Yeah, I saw Spider Man, by the way. Uh, we're gonna go see Spider Man, see fireworks. And then, like, Friday, I'm going to stream, and, like, I want to get a, a video recorded. And then we got Stranger Things, and, like, I want to watch as much as that as possible. Like, the weekend's going to be gone. Like, I'm not going to get to actually enjoy the long weekend. I'm like, wait, no. There's two more days that I'm not accounting for yet. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited that I've, I've got an, a, a lot of time. But it feels like I don't. Um, but that means I can't really think about what I've been doing. Uh, Mario Maker came out last Friday, right? Yep. Okay. So I've been playing a lot more of that. Um, I made three, four levels, three, three levels. Um, my first one actually is kind of cool. Like, uh, it, there's been like a small kind of speed running community based around that level. Uh, cause I keep seeing people trying to fight for the, uh, the world record. I don't know why. I guess I made a pretty good level that like people are fighting over, but yeah, the trial by fire one. Um, 
Because, like, I'll check, and, like, it's got a new world record leader every time, and then, like, people tweet at me, and they're like, ah, I lost it again, I gotta try. I'm like, alright. <laughs> um, yeah, right, I've just kind of been in the, uh, and, like, you know, playing with different mechanics. Like, my second level was about Cat Mario. Um, the third level was, like, trying out the um, Sky theme and a few other things. It was just kind of, um, I was, I was talking about it on stream today. I just wanted to make a level themed around the uh, the Giants in the Sky song from Into the Woods. That, that's that was basically the whole thing. Like, <laughs> I was like, you can make things big, and there's a sky world. I'm gonna do this very specific gimmick, um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I've got a few more ideas. I just it takes me forever to make a level. Like some people can just like mock one up in 40 minutes and and upload it and have no problem. Um, but honestly, it takes me about 40 minutes usually just to beat the level. Because I suck. Um, and then someone comes in like in a minute and a half and speedruns it. And it makes me mad. But um, but one of my ideas is like a, a kind of a mobile level. Where like it uses different kind of like vehicle mechanics. So like the clown car, the snake blocks, um, the uh, like riding in a shell. Like the, you know, you can do the dry bone shell in lava. Um, some things like that I want to play around with. Um and then I have another one that's like kind of the uh you know the first Mario Land game that had like the uh the flying sections. I wanna do one like that that's like all flying. Um because I don't really get into the puzzle levels. We were kind of talking about it before we started. Uh but like I like playing the puzzle levels, but I can't do them. Like I can't visualize how that won't be broken. <laughs> Um, so I tend to stick to the more traditional, just kind of, you know, open platforming section things. But I'd love to do, like, a Metroid-style <coughs> puzzle level. I just can't. Um, but, yeah, I've gotten pretty far in the story mode. I kind of give up on it for a while because I'm just, just... Everyone else has been, you know, playing the game, so they've started making levels, and I've wanted to play my friends' levels instead. But hopefully I'll get back into the story sometime. Um, you do get a few, like, exclusive unlockables from the story mode. Uh, they said, like, you know, that's not like the first one where uh, you have to play through the tutorial to unlock everything, but you actually get new unlockables from the story mode by completing different things in it. Um, they're nothing major. There's that, that Super Bowl thing that, Thomas, you talked about last week, um, like the Green Mario thing. Uh, I actually I did unlock that, and you can only use it in the Mario 1 theme, I think, which is kind of weird. Um, I guess they wanted to make that mode a little more unique. And then there's like a, I forget what it's called. It's like Super Hammer or something like that, uh, that you can use in the 3D world mechanic, and it'll break the like the gray like the hard blocks, um, and can also like take out any enemy in one hit. Uh, but I don't have that one yet. I want to play around with it when I do because that could be fun. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot to that game, and like there's so many mechanics I don't even know how to use yet. Uh, like I said, the the kind of more puzzly stuff. Like combining different things together to, uh, you know, to gate off progress and that kind of stuff. Um, but that's most of it, honestly. Um, I played a little bit more of PS1 games because uh, I was trying to get ready for the the video I wanted to make um, on the suggested PS1 games, which I recorded today. Um. Because I had to get the script for that written before I could record it, so I wanted to make sure I had all the games so I at least had a point of reference. Uh, I still need to do a little bit more recording on some of them, but it was enough to, you know, write a script for it at least. But nothing terribly interesting there. Um, 
It, do you? I don't know if either of you have played it. Is Brave Fencer Brave Fencer Musashi supposed to be a good game? Uh supposedly. I know a lot of people think highly of it. it I think some of its mechanics are uh, haven't aged well. Yeah. Uh, but I think Definitely. overall it's a fun time. A lot of soda puns. You'll love it. Or uh, food puns. I know you'll love oh, yeah. that. No, the script is great. I love the, I love all of the writing and the dialogue is really well done. I just didn't find it that much fun to play. I like, never mechanically played it. it wasn't good. It could use a remake, honestly. It, it's a it that could be a fun, a fun modern action game. Yeah, I could see that because like the combat, like your sword, like you have this legendary sword, and it's like a little like toothpick in front of you. Um. And yeah, there's, I don't know, there's weird stuff in there. And I feel like maybe I was missing something. So I didn't know if either of you had played it. Uh, like, I mean, like, you know, I've never crazy. played it. I've never played it. I've only seen, like, one Let's Play of it. Uh, but, like, you do get stronger. You do get different abilities and stuff as you go on. Mm-hmm. It just can take a while to get there from whatever. I, I'm talking on my ass. But it's supposed to be a good game. Okay. Because that's probably the one I spent the most time with, like, just in this past week. Because I did a lot of my recording before that. So I just kind of wanted some input. Uh, aside from that, I haven't really played anything yet, but I did get the, uh, the Xbox Game Pass, like, you know, that $1 deal for right now, um, just to try out some stuff. I downloaded, uh, I forget you had to actually download them. Like, they take up a lot of space. Um, I ordered a new hard drive that should be here tomorrow, so I can, you know, counteract some of that, because I have four hard drives and they're all almost full. I need to just delete some stuff, but I'm kind of a digital hoarder. Uh, especially with, like, video files, because I never know when I'm going to need them again. And I hate to, like, you know, re-record a game uh, when I already have footage from it from, like, a past video or something. So I try to keep all of my footage whenever I can. But, uh, yeah, so I ordered a new hard drive, and then I'll get some more games. But for now, I downloaded uh, Prey, um, Gears of War, like the first Gears of War, uh, Forza 4 Horizon. Uh, I don't have it up right now, do I? Um... Yeah, that's what she said. Lewd. Sorry. Uh, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, Torment, Tides of Numera. Or Numenera. I, I heard that's a good game. I don't really know what it is. And the description didn't give me much to go off of. But it seemed kind of interesting. Um, and then... Uh, Momodora, Reverie Under the Moonlight. That's like another kind of Metroidvania type that like I had passed on. Because I didn't want to pay for it, like on Steam or whatever. It did. I didn't know if I'd like it, so I figure I'll, you know, I'll try it out. Maybe it'll be my next favorite Metroidvania. Who knows? Um, so yeah, varying levels of you know quality there. I mean, uh, not quality, but like uh, length. Uh, I definitely want to get into Prey. That's one I I planned to get a long time ago, and then just never spent money on. Um, so I'm excited to jump into that. But the others will probably just kind of dabble in a little bit. Um, I told Thomas if he wants to uh, co-op Gears of War with me sometime, we can do that. But Chainsaw Bros! Yeah. I don't know if I'd spend too much time in it myself. Uh, I, I just, I've never played the series at all. Like, I'm kind of curious what the big deal is. So I figured I'd start Wait, with that you one. Ha- you've never played a Gears of War? No. Neither have I. What is wrong with you people? Didn't have an Xbox, my guy! Was it... Did it start on 360? It's, it was only yeah, on 360. Did, yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, it looks like the this Ultimate Edition, like, kind of the remaster or whatever, still looks really good. I don't so know I what sure. you'll think about it, because it's been, it's like 10 years, it's older than 10 years now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to just immediately jump into 4, though. That's the only other one available. We should stream the first one if we can. Yeah, that's fine. Can do that. Um, be fun. 
I mean, it'd probably be your stream because mine are going to yeah. be Mario Maker for the foreseeable future. But <laughs> yeah, it's more of a, a, a Thomas stream. Yeah, it is. Thing. I don't really stream those kind of games. Um, but yeah, so I've got a lot of Xbox games to look forward to, um, and I'll I'll share uh, over time. The main reason I got it now is because for one, the deal ended like today, I guess, like it's over now. Um, so I wanted to make sure I got it like on the last day. Um, it was available, but also there was something they announced that's coming like soon, and that kind of made me want to pull the trigger because it's a game I was going to get anyway. So I was like, eh, might as well just do this for a year, you know? See, uh, like because it'll be like Halo, um, something else this fall, right? Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that's premiering. Um, yeah, I mean like an Xbox, like a, a Microsoft game, Outer Worlds. That oh. was it. Outer Worlds this fall, um, Ori next spring. Like, there's enough things coming out within this year that I could, you know, go without paying for that it seemed. And worth you get it to, to play me. all those games for a dollar, or well, I guess more than sixty-one dollars technically. Sixty-one dollars. So yeah, it definitely seemed worth it. Basically, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably still get Halo. Like, unless I just continue this for the foreseeable future, I'll probably still get Halo. Um, just because, <laughs> like, I want to own that. But, hey, in the meantime, you know, it's just going to have Reach on it right now, so I'm not going to put that much time into Reach. But when they're all released, then I'll probably buy it and put a lot more time into it. Um, oh, yeah, I also probably need to get Middle-Earth Shadow of War. No, no, you really don't. I Well, I liked Shadow of Mordor, but then I heard Shadow of War kind of ruined it with, like, the microtransactions and stuff, so I never bothered. But... It's fine. Essentially free. I could try it out. Yeah, I had it. I played it for. It a few only hours. costs you your soul, but sure, go ahead. I don't have one, so. If you want to talk about games that cost you your soul, let me tell you about Destiny too. Yeah, go ahead. I'm done. Actually, <laughs> if you want to transition. It's <laughs> no, okay. Right, you're done for today. I think so. Okay. That's all I can think of right now. Um. So we'll go in order. I guess I guess I could say so because mine isn't very long. It's uh, yeah, Destiny Two Rose came out. Uh, the quest for Rose. So me and Lo have been doing some of that. I've been helping him through the Black Armory stuff since since he got the season pass, um, the annual pass. Mm-hmm. So I've been helping him with some of that stuff. And um, yeah, I just need to grind on the, the Rose quest, which is pretty cool. You take Thorn. Um, which was a game in the first game, or a gun in the first game, mm-hmm. and you're purifying it to make it its original form. So you're detaintifying it and making you're purifying it rather. So it's pretty cool. Uh, you can hmm. shoot your allies to buff them, so it's like a healing gun. It's pretty cool. And, but if you shoot uh, the enemies, it hurts them, right? Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So other than that, I, I did do some uh, Mario Maker, which uh, there was one really cool level that I, that I thought about like taking the ideas from in the story mode mm-hmm. was uh, the shoot 'em up level. I thought that that would be a pretty cool idea for a level, like you go in the clown car and you shoot your way through enemies and stuff. And yeah, you, that's kind of what I was talking about around. with the Mario Land level I wanted to make. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I might take that idea and mm-hmm. expand on it. I haven't made a level yet. I've just been playing levels. Um, so, yeah, I uh, played some more Witcher 3 because of the announcement of... Uh, we'll get into the news. We'll talk about it then. About my but, husband? Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Geralt is still the ladies' man. Uh, I actually got, I actually, um, stopped around the time when I was, um, trying to woo, uh, Yennefer. So, I finished that off. I, I wooed her. And, uh, we went on our way. <laughs> um, so Slut. yeah, uh, Ben. Uh, okay. Uh, well, first off, I returned to Twitch this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, after months of being a lazy asshole. Uh, and I streamed Sailor Moon and another story, uh, because for some reason I was feeling nostalgic for Sailor Moon, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite enemies in the 90s, by the way, and probably influenced how I see things in the world that I think about it. Anyways, um, so, uh, n- the game's alright, it gets a turn-based RPG from the 90s, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna beat it, cause it's, the game even warned you, this is a really long game, I'm like... <laughs> Um, okay, uh, and I'm playing, and this actually never was released in America officially, even though Sailor Moon was super popular in the mid-90s. She had a couple of games, they had a couple, the, the franchise had a couple of games released for like a couple of beat-em-ups and fighting games, but the RPG never made it. Uh, so this is a fan translation of it that I'm playing that I got to play on my Super Nintendo Classic that I turn on. Uh, and, and, and this is regarding going to Twitch, um, there's a person who came in the chat was talking to me about it, and the first thing he says is like, oh, did you know there's a new fan translation? And I didn't know that. Like, I don't follow this thing at all. I thought, you know, it's done, it's done. And I go, oh, that's cool. Um, I'll think, like, that's awesome. I wish I would have known about that before I booted this one up. Um, and I've had this uh, Sailor Moon another story on my console on the Sailor Moon Classic for, like, months now. Uh, so he's like, oh, by the way, did you know that saves are compatible? So he was basically, this person, rather, I don't want to say he... This person was like egging me on to play the new translation, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I yeah, I mean, I'll I'll consider doing it. I kind of don't want to do that right now. Um, but hey, you want to talk Sailor Moon? Talk Sailor Moon. Um, and then they just left. Uh, which I'm like, did I make them mad? Like, it was weird. It's like I wanted to chat Sailor Moon. It's um, just that type of person. Like I yeah. said, they search out the game, and then they go into streams streaming that game because it's usually rare. Let's be honest. There's not, yeah. you know, it's always the ones that like aren't that popular. And they just want to say their thing. Like, they're like, hey, I'm going to promote myself here. And then they leave. It's it's not you. It's them. Yeah. Um, I mean, they didn't find... I mean, and, and, and the actual... The, the game itself felt very much like the anime. Um, and the manga, rather. Like, you know, you got a demon. And, you know, the stuff... The animations are kind of limited. It's not... It's not great. You know, the music's pretty nice. Like, there's actual, um, like, little voice clips... When they do their attacks in Japanese, and it's so weird. And I was I was having this crisis when I was playing on stream because I was talking about like, oh, I know their names, and this is Serena, and this and this. I'm like, oh my god, I know only their Japanese names now. No, what happened to me? Um, so I so I I kept interchanging between the both of them. Uh, but you know, just I guess go ahead and jump out of it. I am gonna be streaming more. Uh, because me and my friend, uh, his name is Brian. I'll say his twitter at the end in case you want to follow him because he's actually a pretty funny guy i like him a lot um and uh we're gonna be streaming ultimate alliance 3 when it comes out together we're gonna tag team it whoop, whoop. Uh, and we're gonna stream it uh namely for our podcast that we do the our marvel podcast that we do that i don't really plug because i kind of i'm kind of embarrassed of it because i don't put a lot of effort into it and you know people who listen listen anyways um <laughs> uh so like we're gonna do it uh i haven't I'm sure it's super easy just to add him to like a because he we we still use the ancient technology you known as Skype to do our sessions and it still works for us so um we're gonna we're gonna probably do that but 
We'll stream it. Uh, we don't know. We're uh, the goal is to stream that following Wednesday when the game comes out, or that Monday. We might do it that Monday. Uh, but my overall stream goal is to stream at least once a week every Wednesday, and then maybe twice a week with every other Monday when I'm not recording a podcast with my other guys. Um, so, and it's not. I'm not. I'm. Just, I'm just gonna promise myself not to do like. Long sessions of one game. I'm just going to play whatever the fuck I want and just see how it goes. If I want to continue it or not. Uh, but in, on top of that, I played more Mortal Kombat. Uh, did some more ranked mode where I annoyed the guys on our private Discord of how much of a badass I am. Or how much I felt like a badass. Because uh, I got like two sixty winning streaks. And I just kept destroying fools. But I think I've officially hit my uh, skill level. In terms of hanging with people, because I made it to a master rank, uh, which is the... There's three different levels of tiers, and within those three tiers, there's three sections, and I'm in that middle section. So, there's only four other tiers above me. Yeah, so, needless to say, at this level, at this point, that's when everybody knows their their long-extending combos and... How to optimize damage, you know, or at least starting to, and it's only going to get more difficult. And I think I've hit that, which is fine. It's fine. I'm still, ha- I still had fun playing it, and never felt super salty, unless their internet connection was shit. That's the only time I got mad. I'm like, come on, my guy. It's not. I know it's not me because my other connections are fine. Um, uh, there was one player uh, whose name, whose tag was Samantha, which I got, I got thrown off because that's my sister's name, and I'm like, oh my god, is she playing Mortal Kombat in the next room and not telling me? Um. And uh, but I played her twice because at this point you're the high rank that I, that the rank that I'm at you're gonna see the same people, not that many people are there. And uh, I oh, fought her bro. twice, and um, and Sonia her Sonia was so ridiculous, like I I, I that's the most tense I felt in a match, because uh, one wrong button press, uh, and which usually was a lot of them for me. Was just insane damage. Like Sonya, even watching like tournaments, like CEO was <coughs> this past weekend um, in racist US, racist town USA. Uh, even like like just watching like Sonya gets so much stupid damage, and like she's like to me having seen her and having played against the character, the ultimate. You guess wrong, you're gonna get fucked up, especially if it's by a player who knows what they're doing. Even more so. Uh, I also ran into a teabagging scorpion. He just constantly teabagged the entire match. And I beat him 2-0. Which I'm like, dude, why are you teabagging? Like, why? Um, and I did the, I, I gave him a brutality twice, so that was nice. Um, and, I, and I will say this, having played Sub... And also having played Sub-Zero throughout this entire ranked season so far. Which I think I'm done with ranked. I think I'm done with this game until the next either DLC comes out or they announce the next season. Of ranked time, of ranked play, which is fine. I don't want to. I don't want to burn myself out on this game. I want to extend it as long as I can and come back when I want to and feel fresh. Uh, but I will say, if you're looking to play Mortal Kombat 11 and you want a good starter character, Sub Zero is the best one to go with out of all the characters I played. I've pretty much played the entire roster. He's simple. He's not that hard to use, but he's still fun. Uh, like my favorite thing to do is his forward. Um, I think it's XA on the Switch or XY. I think it's XA or forward 2-3. Forward 2-3. Which is basically he'll like... He'll chuck his axe downward. And then he'll do like a double kick motion that's a high. 
And normally that that's still cool because it makes this cool crunchy noise. But if it's either a whiff, like they either whiff or it's a counter hit, it's a crushing blow. And it's so satisfying to do it every time. I love it. Um, also love getting Sub-Zero's uh, slide uh, crushing blow, catching people, watch your feet, and then, you know, get them with that. Uh, super fun. Uh, this game is stupid fun. And I, and I didn't think I was ever going to play online. I think we, we had those. I, I told y'all I wasn't sure about it. But here I am. Fighting online, having a good time. What are the odds? Uh, outside of that, um, no Yakuza this week. I'm, I'm sorry, Thomas. No, no Yakuza. Um, I know I played something else. Oh yeah, Bloodstained. I'm, I'm been playing the good old Bloodstained. It's all right. Um, <laughs> like it's, it's all right. Yeah, right, old Bloodstained. <laughs> yeah, jolly a good old Bloodstained. Like I don't think the game is bad by any means, even though I'm playing the very, very inferior Switch version. I'm having a good time. Um, it is definitely reminding me of Symphony of the Night. In which case, that game is very cryptic sometimes of where the fuck you need to go next. Um, and it's not as intuitive as I always like to be. Like Super Metroid is, you know, because that game doesn't hold your hand either. But you generally have a good idea of where the hell to go. Uh, but I'm still enjoying it. Like playing it feels good, and listening to music feels good. I just, I think personally, I don't. I in order for me to like super love a a Metroidvania, I have to be invested in the story. And I gotta be honest, I don't really care about the story in this one. Um, you know, uh, and 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 I was like trying to compare it to Symphony of the Night because obviously that's what this game is supposed to be emulating. And I'm like, I didn't know who Alucard... Like, I felt like I had a more emotional attachment to that game. It's story, because you had Alucard fighting his dad, and then, you know, there's... You know, the where that section of the, the game... Belmonts. Well, not the Belmonts, but, like... Namely, just Alucard. But, like, you had that section where you see his mom burn to the stake, and yeah. all the other stuff. So, like, I had a more emotional investment to Alucard killing his dad. Versus this one, like... Yeah, Miriam is kind of monotone. Like, she's, she's kind of just there... Uh, it's. I don't think it's the voice actor's fault. It's just that's just what they, that's just what she's designed to be. And Jibble, Jebble, Jebel, however you pronounce his name. I don't. I don't know, man. I I feel like I need to know more about the guy because like I just know he was. He's bad now, but he might be good. But he's bad now. Uh, speaking of him, he just got Jedi mind tricked. Yeah. Uh, speaking of him, I fought him. Like I somehow made it to the final boss room. Like you could just go there. But when I beat him. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll get a, a unique ending for beating the game early. Nope, game over. You get a game over if you beat the final boss without something. So there's something in this cast, in this fucking castle that you need to get something to happen. And I kind of hate that. Because at least in Symphony of the Night, if you go challenge Richter Belmont and you don't have the glasses to find the floating orb that Shaft is controlling, the game still gives you an ending. Not a good ending... But you get an ending. I don't like that I got a game over for lodging my way into a place that should I shouldn't have access to that late in the game. Um, I did. I did. There was a cool moment in the game where like I didn't have to use a guide. Where uh, you fight this lady who like her whole gimmick is blood, and she's actually a, a like a, she was in the uh, the eight bit game last year. And I was like, well, where the fuck do I go? Where do I go? And then I was just, like, traveling along the base of the castle, and one of the first things you see is, like, a... a uh, by the way, this is your my only blood, blood, Bloodborne Bloodstain tip I'm going to give you. 
uh, there's like a like a uh, vat of like a like a shrine thing. I don't know how to describe it. Of just blood oozing out, and from the blood lady, you get a thing called blood steel, which you can use to heal enemies. And like I thought to myself, huh? What if I use it here? And it absorbed all the blood. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. I like that I thought that and it worked. Because, you know, sometimes in video games that shit just doesn't work because reasons. You know? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to play more of it. But, and I, 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 now I'm at the point like, okay, I, wanna, I just want to beat it now. I'm at 56 completion of the map. Uh, a friend of mine helped me on where to go next. And... I don't know. Not as I'm not liking it as much as I thought I would. I don't hate the game, but I wanted to like it so much more. Uh, but I think that's it for me. I'm gonna stop rambling. <clears throat> okay, let's head into the news. Uh, let's pick up where we left off on The Witcher. So we have our first look at The Witcher uh, for Netflix. Some of the cast we have: uh, Geralt of Rivia, Ciri, and Yennefer. Jerry of the River. Yep. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> I think Carol's the only one here that looks any good. The other two kind of don't look great. He also kind of looks like Legolas, though. That's what everyone was saying when they released that promo picture a couple months ago. Is he supposed to look like Legolas? Mm-hmm. I, I never played the Witcher. the Witcher. Is it? I think it's just the hair that's throwing you off. <laughs> It'll well, probably look has a very soft face. There's that picture, like the second picture that's more of like the full body that like looks very elfish. Isn't isn't know, Geralt, like, isn't Jerry an elf? Isn't he an elf? I don't know. Uh Legolas has a softer face than Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's Henry Cavill has is... a pretty soft face. No, it doesn't. He's got chisels. He got chisels for Chiseled, days. man. Uh, <laughs> he's a baby. Just a baby. Um yeah, so I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, I need to see all this in action at first. But like, Jennifer is supposed to, like doesn't really nail what she's all about. She's like a very confident, like old witch, or not. But she doesn't look old. She's like young and hot. Jennifer has <laughs> an emphasis on the fur. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then Siri is supposed to be like an early twenties, late teens, but uh, I don't really see that in her. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, Again, it's based on the book. I don't know if that makes a difference. Yeah, I know it's based on the book. I think there's like some differences, but it's not completely different. And the other one they have is um, Anna Schaefer uh, playing as Triss, and Triss is a redhead. So I don't, I don't know how they're gonna pull that off. Is there a picture of her? Of Triss? Yeah. No, they have um, other cast members who have been casted. As a oh, player. yeah. I mean, um, you ever heard of a wig? Yeah, but the, Triss is like uh, like an Irish last kicker. Who is that? So, you, so you're saying and is that they should have cast Becky Lynch for this role? Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it should have been more of a Becky Lynch type. Oh, so, just go up okay. to Jerry. I'm the man around here. God, I'm sorry, our Irish listeners. I am so sorry. Um, I'm going to... One, I'm going to share a, an image of this actress with red hair. Oh, I think this might be a Photoshop. Well, 
I think someone Tumblr. gave her red hair as a Photoshop for The Witcher. I think I see. I think I see what you're talking about. And it looks all right. It doesn't yeah. bother me. But there was a. I guess there was a thing that came out like because of um, the whole aerial casting and all. Um, <laughs> by the way, I don't know who she was in Harry Potter. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Was she one of Harry's flings or whatever? No, no. I don't think so. Uh, oh, Ramilda Vane. <clears throat> Okay. I thought it was Halle Berry. I was like, whoa, that's a bold choice. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Sorry, that's too, a little too rich for this uh, casting. Ramilda yeah. Vane. I don't know who that is. Anyway. Um, yeah, the the whole like Ariel casting as a black girl and all. Uh, there was, like I guess, something on Reddit about uh, this guy complaining that all of the the famous like redhead uh, like you know childhood idols are black now. <laughs> Like, between, like, you know, Mary Jane and Spider-Man, Ariel, uh, uh, crap, there's a few others I can't remember right now. I don't want to spend too long on it. But yeah, there's a whole list of them, actually. And so what I guess this Hollywood is just another one. have against redheads? I need to know. Well, in their defense, like, I, I you know, I love me a redhead, you know this. Um, in their defense, you. redheads are, like, 1% of the population, and there's a yeah. lot of redheads in media. Yep. So there probably shouldn't be. There's too many redheads. But hey, we still have the Stranger Things girl, but you can't, you know, sexualize her because she's like sixteen. Oh, not even. So I guess that's the difference. They want their sexualized redhead icons. (laughs) I mean, you could, but then you're Scott Pilgrim, and you don't want to be Scott Pilgrim. What? I know what I said. I know what he's referencing, and it works. I give it a pass. Alright. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I see what you mean about her, like, not looking like Triss, but, again, no one cares. Like, let things be what they are. I mean, Hermione was supposed to be black, and they cast Emma Watson, so it works the other way also. Funny how nobody remembers that, huh? I right? didn't know that at all. Yeah, the way she's described in the book. Like, it, it's... <laughs> That's why they I've fixed read, it in the in the uh, play. I've, I've only read one book and a half, and that was like I was twelve. Oh, bless you, child. That's fair. I've read them all multiple times, but that's why, like the eighth, you know, the eighth book, quote unquote, that was a play. They cast a black girl as Hermione. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm just saying yeah. it's it's not all you know, like controversial. It's just pick the best person for the role. Yeah, I don't really care about looks. People are assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need to see the, the final thing, because this is, looks like it's going to be one of those like really cheap, like, um, like City TV, or I guess yes, something well, like that. I don't know what your if, if I don't know what City TV is. Um, Tom, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, Thomas, there was a show on Netflix called, um, called Pol- Marco Polo. Well, it's not called Marco Polo. It's called Polo. And... Well, I've it, heard of that. It didn't have, like, the Game of Thrones as budget, because it's impossible. Like, I don't think they mm-hmm. could keep up with HBO at the time. <laughs> I don't think they could now, considering how much debt Netflix has. But, like, that was a fairly good-looking show that captured, like, rural China and did a good job of what it had. So if they... I don't... It's not the same people, obviously, so that's gonna You be... know what? I'm expecting quality level of Xena Warrior Princess, and I'm okay with that. Oh, okay. I think it'll be better than that, for sure. <laughs> I think it'll at least be on par. Um, yeah, but my thing is like, yeah, like like Ben said, you know, you're not gonna get a uh, Game of Thrones money on this. But also, remember season one of Game of Thrones, 
Was that show had very low budget. Like, pretty much everything was in uh, Winterfell and King's Landing, and they looked a lot yeah. cheaper than they did by the end. <clears throat> and it all just, like, there was there was none of that, like, kind of cinematic filter that the rest of the show had. Uh, it wasn't until it became a hit that they started putting the money into it. So you can play it safe with one season, you know, set the world, all that, and then expand it out with more money if it does well. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, just keep it budget. And then the series finale is the Flash coming out like, Clark, we need you! (laughs) Um, I put that life behind me. Uh, (laughs) But also, this is going to come out in what, like 2020? Something like that? I thought it was late this year. It's soon. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Um, They've also got that Lord of the Rings show happening. That's going to be our next Game of Thrones, let's be honest. You mean Amazon? Which is not going to compare to... Am- no, yeah. yeah, it's going on Amazon, but I'm just saying, like, oh. Amazon puts the money behind stuff. Have you seen the trailers for The Boys? That show looks insane. No, no, yeah, no, no, true. Netflix um, puts their money behind Stranger Things. That's about it. Yeah. Well, a lot of their stuff doesn't catch on mainstream. Mm-hmm. Even Stranger Things is pretty cheap shows, in season but, one. You know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um... I'm ready to move on after this. Uh, yeah, let's just move on. And talk about Shantae. Uh, so yeah, there was, uh, we talked about... I don't know if actually we talked about it, but we I think there was a brief mention a couple months ago that Way Forward, the, the creators, the, the developers behind Shantae, and Arc System... Hold on, this is not that game. Uh, yeah, they announced a new Shantae game a couple months ago. It's, and I mean... And you could have... Whatever. And, yeah, it's, they, they both have... Way Forward had a big week, has having a big week. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, Shantae. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. They. Uh. A couple days ago, they had announced that Studio Trigger was going to be doing the opening animation, and then as of today of this recording, they released a brand new trailer for Shantae Five. I don't know if it's gonna. No word on if it's gonna be called. It's. Not, I don't think it's gonna be called Shantae Five. It's probably just a working title that's coming out later this year. And the animation looks really great. No gameplay, unfortunately, but you know you kind of know what you're getting with the Shantae game at this point. Uh, they all generally generally have the same sort of structure. Uh, but it looks really, really good. It has vocals by Christina V, who's the voice of, Shant- of Shantae. Um, you know, it, it, you know, having, I'm a fa- I guess I'm a fan of the series because I've played two, three out of the five games. Um, I just haven't played the second one and this new one, um, cause it's not out yet, but it looks good. And I hope, uh, that it's an improvement on Half Genie Hero because while Half Genie Hero is not bad, it felt like a step backward from Pirate's Curse, the previous one. Um, but it looked beautiful, though. Uh, I'll maintain that. So I hope they show gameplay soon. But there's not much to this game yet. But it's supposed to come out later this year. That seems to be a thing lately. Like, games that are coming out this year that we know nothing about. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's interesting. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not too surprised. I mean, with a Shantae game, like, it, they usually tend to recycle the formula. Oh, Risky Boots is doing something mischievous. Shantae's got to stop her shenanigans. That's pretty much it. The formula might be changed. Like, there's certain things might be changed. But, you know, you're going to get some challenging platforming, some cool bosses, maybe a couple of TNA. Because that's what Shantae, there's a lot of TNA in Shantae. And for goodness sakes, when she, her crawling animation, her wiggling her butt. Um, you know, yeah, it does. Yeah, I and mean, in, in Pirates Curse, there's a there's a section where you get captured, and she's literally in a slave Leia outfit, and all the other girls get captured, and they're all in slave Leia outfits. So the the series is known for its cheesecake. It's there. Um, and as Justin pointed out, the first frame of this trailer 
you see just Shantae's boobs just right in your face. So I hope you weren't watching this in public. Like, basically, the the video starts and it zooms out from her boobs. Mm-hmm. They know, they know the, the thing. Also, the her windows, her window looks specifically like the Smash logo and it has a lot of people talking. Mm. Probably not, though. Probably not, but it's fun to speculate. Because she's still probably too indie, and plus it seems like all of the, the DLC is uh, third parties. And she's, I mean, technically I guess she is a third party, but like high profile third parties. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's, she, I mean, she's been around since, like, 2000, and they've had, they, that way forward has had a good relationship with Nintendo, but, you know, me, I, I also say I would rather, I would take at least an assist trophy of hers, where she just comes in, whips her hair around, maybe does, like, a, like, a transformation or two, and then maybe puts in, like, dances, you know, but I would, I would lose my shit if Shantae got, like, a, uh, was a made of was made as a fighter and got her own stage and the music and oh my god you would not hear the end of me I would just I, I, I think it's more likely than not honestly I, I mean it could happen it's more likely that her she gets in in shovel knight and shovel knight's just like everywhere uh it's like a, there's a joke I saw on Twitter where like an indie dollar was like guys shovel knight just showed up here like I don't know how to get rid of him he's just here now <laughs> like how do I get rid of him I don't want him here yeah. Shovel Knight is in literally every game that he's allowed in, Good which him. is cool. I mean, yeah. like that—that's a Kickstarter franchise, basically at this point. Yeah, it's super sick. Just it's only one game, but it's very well known. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Ben, talking about your River City girls. So yeah, speaking, continuing with Way Forward. Uh, this is the other thing I was referencing before I talked about Shantae. Like I said, Way Forward is having a big week. Uh, a couple months ago, it was announced that Arc System Works and WayForward were teaming up together for River City Girls. And here we get our first trailer with actual gameplay animation. Um, and it's basically a look, it's a old school beat em up in the vein of like Streets of Rage or Final Fight. Or River um, City Ransom. River City Ransom, of course, which is the spinoff. I was just naming the ones that a lot of people may have not know because I That's didn't, I never, I never played River City Ransom at all. Um, but basically, uh, it's it's well animated. I like the little animation bits. It gives a lot of personalities to the girls. Uh, Kyoko and I don't remember the short-haired one's name off the top of my head. Um, but I the combat was very brief. Uh, the Japanese trailer actually has a little bit more extended gameplay. But it looks cool. It looks really, really cool. And since Streets of Rage 4 has no release date at this point, and I think it's been about a year since we've like since its debut. I know we've heard things about it. Uh, with no sign of Street Rage 4, I'll gladly play this game while I wait. You know, there's also that like Hawaii City Shakedown or whatever. Game. Oh right, it's like right, kind right. Of a River City spinoff. That's, that's right. So there's that coming too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I like this. I like the girls I, and, and the uh, the song that Christina V sings. It's short, but I really like it. She has a really good voice, um, and I think she's probably voicing one of the characters. So this is dope. I, I like it. I am, you know, it's a spinoff of a, of a franchise that's kind of known, but. He knows maybe this one will become more popular than the original. We'll see. But uh, you can ca- you can juggle uh, your enemies, and I saw that because like there's an instance where one of the girls I think throws her throws a guy up, and then like the other girl jumps up and continues the combo, which is super sick. I hope it has online co-op because I would love to tag team it with somebody and go through it because that would be dope. Look uh, as I glare at both Thomas and Justin to play a fight a beat 'em up game with me. Probably wouldn't be me. Mm. Beat-em-ups haven't really evolved since, like, the NES. 
and that upsets me. I kind of liked uh, Scott Pilgrim. Like, that was actually a pretty good game. But even it got, got boring after a while. No fun. It was really hard in the beginning, and then it got easier, and it got fun to play. Mm, I guess. Um, yeah, so going from one speed sequel spinoff to another, Nino Kuni sequel confirmed uh, by Level 5. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take over. <laughs> so, this seems like kind of an odd one, because Nino Kuni 2 didn't break records or anything. Even was, the first one. Well, true. The first one like was a very like critically acclaimed game, but it didn't sell super well. So the yeah. second one like took a different path and was a kind of a really totally disconnected from the first one and was not critically well succeed well received or that successful. So I kinda hope maybe they're going back to the original vein for this new one. Um but I guess they see enough merit in this series to continue it. I, I mean, know. that's good. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of potential. It looks great. There's some cool, like, world building in it. I just... The first one felt like it was a really cool world, but the, the combat system was kind of confusing. And then the second one I didn't play, but it sounded like it was kind of just boring. Um, but the first one I actually wanted to play more of. It just... Uh, it was around when my PS3 was stolen. And I didn't want to start over because I was like hours into it, and that sucks when you're you know that far into an RPG. Uh, but yeah, there's really no information about this right now. I think Level Five is just trying to get some good graces back after they uh, apparently delayed both Yokai Watch Four and another game that I can't pronounce. Um, so they want to you know be like, hey, Nino Kuni, you like that, right? Because like to Level Five fans. Nino Kuni's a big deal. It's just no one outside of that really cares about the series. Yeah, which is a shame, because the second game doesn't have Studio Ghibli behind it. Mm-hmm. And I would think, at least I would have hoped that the the fact that Studio Ghibli handled the character designs in the first one and did a lot of the and helped with the cutscenes, that that would have sold the game a lot, because people love... Yeah. People hate anime. That sold the first they, one to me. Yeah. People hate anime, but they love Ghibli movies. Mm-hmm. Mr. Drippy was pretty cool. Yeah, oh yeah, Mr. J- oh, I love that character. He so talks much. kind of annoying. That's what made him great. Mm. We got to go <laughs> beat the monsters, laddie! <laughs> I've insulted the Scottish and the Irish in one podcast. I'm an asshole. You're the one person that's gonna have them combine forces. Mm-hmm. Um, the Irish can't even get along with themselves. They're not gonna get along with the Scottish. <laughs> That sounds racist, but it's kind of true. <laughs> Northern there's Ireland. A lot of history. And, and... There's a lot of history there. Yeah, there is. It's better, but it's still not great. Um, are you done with the the Nino Kunis? Yeah, pretty much. This this is really just an announcement that they're making it. It's one of those like you know square things where it's the announcement of an announcement. It's like, hey, okay. by the way, uh, this is in development. We don't have anything else to say, but look forward to it. Go play the first game on Switch when it comes out because it's, it's going to be the perfect. Game. Hard portable console. It's the second re- game. No, what I'm what I'm saying is, like in the <clears> meantime, <throat> go play the first game when it comes when it releases on Switch, because in case you missed it. But yeah, what I'm saying is, it's the second game that's coming to Switch. No, it's the first game, isn't it? The first one. They're remastering the first one. I don't know about Switch, but they're remastering it for PC. Uh... No, I'm pretty sure the it's the first game that's coming into Switch. I'm not. They definitely say 
White Witch, Curse of the White Witch, yeah, Wrath of the White Witch is going to be remastered as a PC game. I don't I, see anything about So when oh. they announced the... No, it's coming to Switch. But when they announced okay. Nino Kuni for Switch, it, that was the, no, the hold on. first one? Yeah, it was the first one. I could have swore it was the second one. Nope. Alright, while you guys go find that, I'll introduce our next topic, which is Harvest Moon Friends of the Mineral Town remake coming to Nintendo Switch. Don't steal so my Nintendo- story. The Nintendo Switch remake of the game is due launch in Japan October 11th. Uh, so far, little information of what changes are being made. Uh, huh. Or if it will be released outside of Japan has been revealed. But there have been new screenshots in its 3D form. There was also a trailer that's been released since. Um, but it's in Jap- Japan. It's in Japanese only. Uh, I just watched it to see what the art style was. But... Because you can't really tell so, from these screenshots very well. Also, so what do you think? <sighs> Here's the thing. I, mean, I, I grew up with uh, Harvest Moon 64, but I also loved Back to Nature, which is what Friends of Mineral Town is based on. Um, I just played more of Harvest Moon 64. Uh, but Mineral Town is the best town in any Harvest Moon game. So anytime we get more from that, great. Um, I was originally a little bit nervous about this because... Uh, whoever, Natsumi, I guess, that make Harvest Moon now, have ruined the franchise. Uh, but this is actually, this article is a bit of a mistranslation. Surprising no one, IGN. Um, it's not a Harvest Moon game. It's actually, like, the, the Japanese title that was in the trailer uh, translates to Story of Seasons Return to Mineral Town. <laughs> so it's actually a, a, a remake of Friends of Mineral Town, but with the Story of Seasons branding because it's made by the original Harvest Moon guys that have since moved on to Story of Seasons. So, like, they're taking, you know, their town and putting it into Story of Seasons instead. <laughs> so it should actually be good because the Story of Seasons games are still good. They're made by the original Harvest Moon creators. It's confusing. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, so I'm actually excited now. And the trailer looked good. I'm not sold in this kind of chibi art style. Uh, that they've been using recently. Uh, but it has a lot of the quality of life improvements that future, or that, you know, more recent, well, Story of Seasons games have had. And um, it's going to introduce new uh, marriage candidates, new animals, like all kinds of, you know, the more modern stuff that Harvest Moon has gotten since Friends of Mineral Town came out. Um, and I told my wife about this, and she's been waiting for a, a good Harvest Moon game on Switch. So, I, I mean, we're going to get it. Like, it's awesome. Um, and I've been playing Back to Nature on my PlayStation Classic also, so I've kind of, you know, gotten that itch again. Um, so I'm super excited, but I was definitely glad to know that it's Story of Seasons and not an actual Harvest Moon remake. Uh, because that would depend on who's making it, basically. That's the only difference. Um, so yeah, I this was a very surprising news to me, because I feel like Harvest Moon has kind of gotten left behind. Um, there was that one, like, actual Harvest Moon game that was kind of shadow-dropped on Switch, like... Or no, I guess it's not on Switch yet. It was Shadow Dropped on PC and was announced to be coming to Switch, but it still hasn't released. Um, and that one sucks. Like the actual last new Harvest Moon game. And then they've got the you know the two Rune Factory games coming to Switch. But I never really got into that series. And Stardew Valley just doesn't do it for me. Like, it's too technical. You, I have a hard time doing anything in, in Stardew Valley without a guide. Whereas I feel like Harvest Moon is a bit more accessible. So, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. By the way, it is Nino Kuni Wrath of the Witch, which is the first yeah, game, which I, is coming for Switch. Yeah. So I win. Swish. Fair enough. I just remember the direct, it was like, you know, Nino Kuni coming to Switch, and I just assumed it was the most recent one. But, but the first one's better. Next news story. Okay, next news story. <laughs> EA struggles with the perception that we're just a bunch of bad guys. I'm gonna shut up. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, talking to GameIndustry.biz, EA's Matt uh, Bilbe, Bilbe said, 25 years at EA and struggle with the external perception that we're just a bunch of bad guys. We love making and playing games. Unfortunately, we, we make mistakes on the games the world knows about because of the size and the scale. As we got bigger, there is the concern that we had to become disconnected from new talent coming through. He says EA Origin uh, Originals is our opportunity to connect with that talent and those smaller ideas. Uh, when you're in a company and have had success and mistakes around live service, money for transactions, free to play, what geographies and what partners to work with, what animation engines, it actually feels good for our teams to sit with EA Original Developers. And you can actually give real advice. It generally makes you feel good. It's advice to help them not make the same mistakes. And this was all for uh, a new game coming out, uh, Sea of Solitude. Yeah. See, my problem with this is, like, I've said before that I love their EA originals. Like, whatever EA does wrong, at least they do support indie developers and put out games that, you know, wouldn't get uh, created otherwise through their EA originals. And there's been some great games that have come out of that. But that's the only thing they're focusing on. It's like, hey, we might be awful, but at least we have this branch of our company that, <laughs> you know, is really good. Like, we're not the bad it's, guys. It's literally the only thing that has goodwill in their company at all. Yeah, it's this is a pitch that says, but this. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they literally say, like, hey, you know, we've had a lot of issues before with the free-to-play model and microtransactions and blah, blah, blah. But this... You know what they should do is treat like their other developers like they do like they treat EA Originals like developers, and like try to help them instead of shoving in all this crap. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, you're saying that they should branch the. No, they should treat their their like in-house developers as the oh. external ones. Yeah, like treat them as the EA Originals, like not force them to do use like frostbite and microtransactions and all this stuff. yeah they should i think they're learning a little yeah. bit but yeah you're gonna be the bad guys when you don't learn from your mistakes and everyone talks bad about you like they make you the your own workers make you the bad guys so of course you're gonna be perceived as the bad guys <laughs> right like yeah. even even hitler like his his nazis were a fan of him okay. <laughs> no one else was but, like, there were some people that were, oh, yeah, yeah, Hitler's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, EA, even their own people don't like them. I know, I'm not saying EA is Hitler. I'm just saying, like, at least he had fans. <laughs> so I guess I'm saying Hitler is better than EA. I mean, EA has fans. I know. I was I guarantee just you taking that fans. too far. Your, rep your, uh, rep your reputation precedes you. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. They need. They have a lot of work to do in the next uh, era of their 
of their company. Yeah, they can still come back though. Yeah. Um, going from one bunch of bad guys to another bunch of bad guys, G2A says they'll pay devs ten times what they lose in chargebacks due to fraud. So, there's been a... Oh, God, G2A again. Um, I haven't read and summarized this article. Essentially, what I've gleaned from it was... Um, is that there's a there's developers that have been pitching to them, trying to get them to remove their games from their service. They don't want to sell there anymore. But they keep getting people who have bought keys and stolen keys, like using other people's credit cards and stuff, to buy games from them and then sell them on their platform. And G2A has been saying that they're going to do something. I don't even know what the fuck they said. Um, this week, several developers and publishers have expressed their displeasure at seeing their games sold via key reseller G2A. Some even saying they refer people to pirate their games instead of purchasing them from their website. Today, G2A has responded with a statement where it says it will pay developers 10 times the money that they've lost to charge backs for keys with stolen credit cards, as long as there's proof. Uh, as a few hours ago, since the petition started by No More Robots, Representative uh, Mike Rose has gone up demanding that G2A stop selling indie games. This isn't the first time developers have been critical of the key reseller seems to consider concessions. After publisher Tiny Build complained about key fraud, G2A asked for a list of suspected keys to compare them, but the publisher declined because it would have been an insane amount of work, which I've I've dealt with stuff like this, and yeah, it's an insane amount of work. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, the hundreds and hundreds, of, like, the, Tiny Tiny Build would probably have to go through thousands. I, I only have to go through hundreds of listings and uh, stuff like this um, in my own work. Uh, G2A says it will, it will be using an, uh, an auditing company to check if keys sold on the platform were obtained using illegal credit cards, and if the auditor finds any G2A guarantees that it will pay all the money lost on the chargebacks multiplied by 10. Dealing with fraud ends up costing time and resources as well, so it's not just about lost sales uh, sales income. G2A says it will also cover the cost of the first three audits for a developer, uh, through after that, it'll be 50-50, which is ridiculous. Uh, the post also mentions uh, the current Twitter beef between G2A and publisher Nowhere Robots. It claims that only 8% of the games sold on the platform are indie games, since nobody can really agree with what any game these, these days are. The number is possible, blah, blah, blah. That sounds like some bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, since only five copies of No More Robots, last published game, were sold on the platform, it's not having a significant impact on the business. It, it seems like G2 is just trying to, like, sweep this on the rise. It's like, oh, only 8% are indie games. Everything else is, like, published, big publishers. And well, also it's not impacting you too to bad. The, to this developer, like, they just said, uh, G, say G2, G2A decides to stop selling any indie game. Sellers would move to the next platform's there's like 20 of them, and then to eBay and other marketplaces. They're like, well, even if we stop, people, the, the problem will still exist, so we might as well not stop. Right. That's not a great response to the developers that are being screwed over. Like, at least show you care. Like, even if it doesn't have an impact, it's one company taking a stance to show that they care about the little guy. That says more for their platform than anything else does. And people are more likely to go to G2A when they want a legitimate copy. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, now we know why prices there are so cheap now is that they have people. I wonder if G2A even like corresponds with the people that sell their these keys for so cheap. Like, oh, for sure they don't. Well, I, I'm I'm saying that maybe they hire people to do fraud and sell on their platform. Oh. It wouldn't surprise me. I feel like they couldn't keep it that cheap if they hired them. <laughs> they just pay them on uh, on a per key that they give them. Um, yeah, this is scummy shit. And they're like, Don't they're buy- they're in the comments just like ripping people apart that make fun of them for you know for the bad thing they're saying. Like, here's one person that says in quotes, "If I hadn't committed the crime, officer, someone else would have." Right. The, exactly. the cops and judge all saying. laugh. Laughter track plays and credits roll, and then GTA responds, "Sounds good, yeah." What? Oh my god! What? <laughs> Do you think that if GTA would close G two A would? I'm gonna stick with GTA actually. Uh, would close down tomorrow? The problem would be non-existent within a month. Like, screw you with your hypothetical questions. Don't be snarky. Someone needs to take that person's Twitter access away. Right. It's not a good look. And as always, Eric Bailey's in the com- comments. Wait, are you talking about my Twitter account again? I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Not this time. You're safe for now. Right. Okay. <laughs> You're safe for now. <laughs> uh, Alright. So yeah, just another PSA. G2A's crap. Don't buy from them. Yeah. Um, so next up is uh, Spider-Man Far From Home suits e? coming to Spider-Man PS4 for oh, free. Oh, they're in it. Oh, okay. They're well, in it now. They're, they're, this... they're available now. Yep. <laughs> I gotta say, like, I didn't think it was that different, but in the movie you can tell the new, like, the, you know, proper Far From Home Spider-Man suit looks really good. Because I wasn't a big fan of the Homecoming suit. I thought it looked kind of lame. But, like, this is this new one's kind of a darker blue. I thought it was black at first, but it's just a darker, <laughs> like, more muted blue. And then that white Spider-Man symbol on the back, it just looks really clean. I yeah. like it a lot. Looks pretty good. Yeah, um, the stealth suit's fine. Like it's, it's kind of nothing, but it's, it's a stealth suit. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I kind of want to play with that. If I was still, you know, obsessed with that game, uh, which I want to be, but I don't have any reason to be, um, I would definitely jump in with that Far From Home suit. I really like it. But it's cool that they're still supporting that game like ten months later, with free content. Right. And I think that's it for today. Wow, very short one. Nice. Yeah. Yep. That's fine. I've got more Stranger Things to watch. Yeah, and I got more Destiny. Wait, that's out? Oh my god. I never would have guessed that that Stranger Things is out. Oh Oh my god. Got it. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing now. (sighs) Justin, where can people find you? Fucking asshole. Uh, You can find me anywhere sarcasm is found, apparently. Because I know how to spot it. Um... I am on... That was a bad joke, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not on my game. I've been off work for three days. Or two days. Um, and I spent all day recording, so I'm just burned out. Anyway, uh, I am on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at ZeroScore. If you just look up ZeroScore. Um, yeah, I'm going to have some more stuff coming to YouTube soon. Um I will be doing some Mario Maker stuff. I've got some uh, some things from my stream this morning with Hedgie uh, that I'm going to be putting out, just kind of some highlights from. And then, like I said, I was recording some PS1 stuff that'll be coming out. I think I'm, I'm trying to put a little more effort into like the the camera work 
in my stuff, but it's still it's just me, so I kind of have to make some sacrifices. Uh, but I'm gonna try to do something a little different with this one, so I think it'll be fun. But I need I was I was on a kind of an unofficial hiatus after I finished Spider Man. Um, I just didn't really have time, and I didn't feel like making anything. So I want to try to get back into the swing of like regular content again. And Mario Maker will help kind of spread out, spread that out in between the bigger stuff. And where can people find the salty one, Ben? First of all, I'm not salty. Only when assholes try to kill me while I'm trying to cross the street. Um, you can find so me a lot at well, yeah, a lot. I'm a big target. <laughs> I'm a big target. Uh, Twitter.com Iggy for all your animated needs. Although I am producing that because I learned about the bookmark feature on Twitter, so I'm keeping that shit mm. for myself, you unappreciative pricks. Anyways, um, uh, also you can find me at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814 where, like I said, I'm going to be try streaming at least once a week, minimum twice, at least, at least tw- once a week on Wednesdays, and maybe a Monday if I feel like it, and the big game I'll be doing is Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three with my best, not my best friend, but one of my good friends. Uh, his name is Brian Powers. You can find him at No Mister Powers, No Underscore Mister Underscore Powers. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Uh, so yeah, we'll be tag teaming it through the Marvel Universe. It's gonna be fun. We're both Marvel fans, so it's gonna be nauseating. Don't come. It doesn't come out for like two weeks though, huh? I know, like but I'm publishing weeks. now, so that way you can come to my streams, and then when we do it, okay, I just wanted to make it, I just wanted to make sure you knew. Yeah, no, yeah. What do you mean it's not coming in tomorrow? I set this <laughs> thing up. I have fireworks. Um, uh, also, you can go to uh, marvelousporn.com where I'll be selling what? my gamer shirt, my gamer odor shirts, uh, oh. starting at fifteen dollars. Uh, I know they're a hot commodity right now. They're a limited sale of only one. It's the only one I'm selling. So if you buy it. Congratulations, you're going to smell like me and the women will not love you. I mean, you that's actually alive. a pretty good price for a shirt. I know, right? And it has my musk. So there you go. It's even right. better. It's pre-musk. I'm done. I'm done. I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. Ben, why? Because I need oh, to be relevant, God. damn it. How am I supposed to follow that shit? Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can also follow me at uh, twitch.tv forward slash game play stuff. Uh, I actually have a new overlay, a new like uh, uh, widgets and stuff that you guys can test out. Yeah, widgets. <laughs> uh, you can also check us out here at trashat.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, we're all good podcast star. Uh, and until then, guys, enjoy your games. <laughs>